Ahlan. Abdul Hen. Voila. Abdul here. I don't want to start a fight. I just want to be umzulu. That's why I want a word with Zama Masondo. His comment is go Afghan. Young Kaza. Thanks to Bob Zama. Same was Uguti. Zim. Now I just want to learn Uguti. A sitting Uga Egypt baby. We can watch all 52 Africa Cup of Nations games with expert analysis and commentary in English, Sisutu and Isizulu in HD on Supersport only on DSTV Combat. You are listening to Sokala Duma Radio Live. I am your host, Shane Matoyane, bringing you Afcon Tournament, where our very own Bafana Bafana will be taking on Cote d'Ivoire on Monday at half past four in the afternoon. If there is any fixture that one will say Bafana Bafana enjoys the most, should be this one, as Bafana Bafana have never lost against the Ivorian. In fact, the last time these two teams met in a competitive game was way back in 2003 in the Afcon qualifiers, where they drew nil-nil in Abidjan before Bafana went on to beat the Ivorians 2-1 in Pologuana with Siabonga Nomvete and Sean Bartlett scoring for Bafana. Well, this is SL Radio and welcome to the episode. Sokala Duma Radio. Well, earlier today, we caught up with a player who's represented Bafana Bafana at the highest level. He played for Bafana Bafana while he was still playing in the NFD. Well, we're going to have to apologize for the sound and quality for our conversation as it is not as great as we would love to have it. But nonetheless, we hope you will enjoy it. This was our conversation with former Kaiser Chiefs midfielder Simpiwa Chawalala. Shaba, welcome back, Mzansi, and welcome to Sokala Duma Radio. Thank you. Shaba, man, we are just a day away from the start of the AFCON tournament. Uh, Bafana plays on Monday with Morocco. You faced them before in the same competition back in 2013. What kind of a team are they? Um, yeah, I think uh, they're very you know, tough opponents with uh, a lot of experience and a lot of quality. Mm. You know, but I think these are the games and uh, these are you know tournaments where we should get tested as well, you know. That's where we get the experience as well, you know, competing against the best players in the mm. continent. Yeah, and I still remember the game you played for Chiefs against the uh, Moroccan side, Raja Casablanca, in the CAF Champions League uh, back in 2015. Is their style of play different at club level and at national team? No, I think I think they, they, they you know, they play like uh, um, more European style, mm. uh, more direct football and, they are, you know, Technically and tactically, uh, you know, very uh, brilliant. Mm. And yeah, most of the players are playing in the top league, yeah. so they are top, uh, you know, top uh, opponents as well to look out for. Yeah, and you managed to get the results against Morocco and uh, also Ivory Coast. How did you guys do it? And what advice would you give these lads who went to Egypt with Coach Stuart Baxter? Yeah, I think. Firstly, is to you know uh, congratulate uh, you know the final 23 mm. and wish them you know all the best of luck. And in my opinion, um, it's a good spot. Uh, you know, there's balance of experience and youth, and we do have quality in the team. You know, the players that are playing abroad in, in good league that will help us. You know, with uh, the experience as well. Sure. And and the issue of hunger, you you cannot question it if the players that are doing well in the domestic league. Mm. You know, so so for me, it's, it's for them to, to go out there you know, and, and compete and enjoy, you know, and it, it, it's possible, you know, we, we can get uh, three points, 
Mm. Why not? You know, because we've got a quality, so I believe that we'll do well. Yeah, and how did you guys prepare for such tournaments like AFCON? What I'm saying, you played at the World Cup, you played at the Confederations Cup, and also AFCON. Different tournaments we know, but what about the pressure? Yeah, there's always pressure, but I think I think it's it, it's good pressure in the sense that you know uh, the expectations are high, and uh, you know these are tournaments whereby uh, players want want to raise their hand and be counted. You know, if if you believe you are the best. You must be against the best, you know, and you must compete at the highest level. You know, it doesn't get any bigger than this in terms of, you know, um, African uh, football. So players need to enjoy themselves and show that, you know, they are also good players. They are also, you know, best players. Hence, the international team. And your side in 2013, uh, you had the likes of Itokune, yourself, uh, Usia Sangwini, Dean Furman, players who I'd say were leaders on the pitch. Uh, do you think we have those kind of players now? Yeah, we do have. I mean, we, we've got uh, the one who's playing in front, sure. you know, and we've got the experience as well, you know. Uh, we've got Dean. Uh, Dean has been very consistent in the national team, mm. so the, the experience is there, mm. you know, and we've got Jessica who had a great season uh, in, in Belgium. Mm. So we do have uh, experience, we do have players that can make things happen for the national team, you know. Chilain is there as well, he's played abroad now for, for a long time, so the experience is there, he's got a, an experienced coach as well, you know. Um, a thinker, you know, someone who can make things happen from sure. the sideline. Mm. And I know when I saw Buguti, all those Mafana players who were chosen by Coach Baxter are your favorite players, Shaba. But who are the players that you think will play an important role for us in this tournament? I think every player is a, you know, has a role to play. Mm. Whether whether you're on the stand, you're on the bench, you know, uh, the goal is common, the goal is one. Uh, it's to be successful, you know. And certainly there's only 11 players that will be selected to start the game. You know, there's, there's, there's bench. So, as a coach, you, you need a strong 11. You need a, a strong bench as well. And you need players with good energy. Mm. Yes, you, you have, you know, uh, those players who also bring in the individual brilliance. Mm. Your, your, your test you know, if you, Giving the ball in, in, in right area to make things happen. You know, uh, levels there. Sure. Just supply levels and, you know, you talk. It's also you surprise in the back. Mm. You know, and yeah, in the midfield, there's Dean, there's, there's uh, Chilani, there's Zumu. So the experience is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you also played under coach Stuart Baxter and won titles at Kaiser Chiefs. How is it like playing under coach Stuart Baxter? Uh, it was a great pleasure working with, with, with Coach Stewart. Mm. And, you know, like I said, he's a thinker. He's, he's a manager. He's, he's not a coach. You know, he knows how to manage players. Sure. And uh, individually and as a collective as well. You know, he's a disciplinarian, but he's a, he's a good coach. He's got a good personality. Mm. You know, yeah. So he, he gives everyone a chance. Sure. Those who deserve it, he gives them a chance. You know, but I think I think they've got a good team. You know, and uh, he's a coach that when he's around, mm. you, you feel his presence, mm. but you you not you not tense. Sure. You know, 
it's a good environment. It's a relaxed environment, but it's professional as well. Wow. Wow. And uh, there's 15 of those players who are selected by Coach Baxter for this year's AFCON uh, are PSL players. What does that mean, Shaba, about the standard of the PSL? No, it, 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 it keeps improving, eh? Uh, it, it's improving year, year after year. You mm. can see, I mean, if you have so many local players mm. uh, being selected to, to represent, you know, uh, the country at, at, at uh, such a big tournament, mm. it shows that, you know, the standard is improving. And I'm sure we are amongst uh, a few countries that have more, you know, uh, local base players in mm. the national team. Sure. You know, so it's good for the, you know, for for our league, it's good for our country. Mm. And it's also good that, you know, it, it, it's a mix of uh, local and international. Yeah. And I, I, I was coming there because one will say we lack some international stars uh, as Umsans Africa. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, having also left the country to play abroad, mm. you know, uh, you, you 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 learn new things, you you see new things, and you you now you've got a, a, a broader view in terms of you know how things are done in football mm. and and experience. In, in order for one to get experience. Mm. You need to play, and you need to be exposed to you know uh, such environment. And when you look at your protocol, you find ninety players that are playing in Europe mm. of 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 of, the, of their squad, sure. Senegal, and all that. And those are strong opponents. Egypt, those are strong opponents. And I think in future we also need to you know export more, mm. uh, especially at an early age, because yeah. it. it it's gonna pay off in the long run, you know. Uh, we're gonna benefit as a as a as a as a nation, mm. and our football will, will improve. Yes, our football is is good, is improving, mm. but we want our football to to get better. We want to to get that level where we we know we uh, each and every time the qualifiers mm. we're there. You know, we are in the World Cup, we are in the uh, Afcon all the time. Mm-hmm. Shaba, one last question before I let you go. Uh, were you disappointed, though, at not being called up for Bafana this season, considering the fact that you are experienced and you were a regular in Turkey this past season? Uh, I would, I wouldn't say I was, I was disappointed, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think um, after you know the last, I think last ten games sure. or so, mm-hmm. you know, I. Yeah, I started getting more game time in my team and, and I was doing very well. Mm. Yes, one was hoping that maybe, you know, I'll, I'll get the opportunity. But mm. nonetheless, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bitter. I'm still supportive of the team. I'm sure. still supportive of the coach, mm. you know, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. If you could ask any player, they say they would have loved to be there. Mm. But certainly not all of us can be there, you know, but we, He's fully behind the team. I'm fully behind the team. Mm. You know, I'm fully behind the coach. And yeah, that's how it is. Shaba Ranks, thank you so much, my brother, for taking your time off your busy schedule and speaking to us here on SL Radio. We really appreciate it, Bob. And that was the conversation we had earlier uh, with the former Bafana Bafana midfielder, that is Usimpiwe Shaba Ushabalala. Well, the last time Bafana played in AFCON was way back in 2013, and the coach who took us there was the five-time PSL winning coach, and that is Gordon Igerson. We also caught up with him, and this was our conversation. 
Joining us now on the line is former Bafana Bafana coach, and that is Gordon Igerson. Coach, welcome to Sokaladuma Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, very well. Very well, coach. Good, we good, we good. are just a few days away from the start of the AFCON tournament. What did you make of Bafana's qualifying journey to Egypt? Yeah, look, I think it's very exciting, you know, because it's a real opportunity now for us. Uh, you know, Stuart Bex has done well with the team. He's got us qualified. We're in Cairo. We're playing our first game uh, in a few days, as you say, against Morocco. And uh, things are looking very exciting at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, coach, there's one thing that I need an explanation on. Uh, how big is the difference? in preparing for a qualifier match, say, for example, against Nigeria and preparing for an actual group stage match against Namibia? Yeah, look, obviously, there's always a huge difference between friendly matches and, 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 and official matches. Mm. You know, in the friendly matches, the coach gets an opportunity to try out combinations, to try out situations, you know, to have a plan A and a plan B and make sure that the players are aware of what plan A is and plan B is and put it into action. And you can try these things out on the, on the training field or on the, in the practice match. But when you get down to the real thing, mm. the actual tournament, you don't get a second chance. You know, time to say, well, I wonder if this will work or I wonder if I change to a, a 4 5 1 or a 4 a 3 3, if this will work. He needs to know all that information already. So, practice matches are very important, but they're usually different because most of the time the, the coach is trying out different combinations and trying out things. So, how do you prepare your players for the actual tournament? Um, are the qualifiers, I know they are important, but are they enough or would you say maybe having more games uh, or the actual tournament is the thing to go? Yeah, look, I think obviously the most important thing leading up to a competition is to be able to get your team together for a, a, a nice period of time. You know, being a national team coach and being in the national team is a very difficult because mm. players normally arrive two days before a match. There's not much time to prepare them. And then they get on their plans and they go back to their, their teams, wherever they are, different parts of Europe or wherever. Mm. So right now, I mean, the team has been together for some time. I'm sure they've been there for two weeks now training or going on trips and playing matches and being together and preparing. Stuart Baxter knows exactly the teams he's playing against, like Morocco. He'll know their strengths and weaknesses. This is what he has to do, mm. how to expose them, where their weaknesses are, Ivory Coast and Namibia. So he's planned, his whole plan has been done over a period of months. Yeah. And now it's time to put into action. And I think the disappointment for him will be obviously the postponement of the game against Angola. Because mm. this was probably his last game in preparation for his first game in, the, in, in Egypt. So that was a big blow, I think. Wow. Coach, now, coach, tell me something. Do you think it is an advantage to Bafana that they are in a group against teams they have never lost against in competitive games? I mean, out of six games against Ivory Coast, Bafana have won two, they've drawn four. They've never lost against Morocco, even though they've never won against Morocco. They beat the Namibia 4 1 the last time they met in AFCON 1998. Do you think it is an advantage for Bafana to be in this group against teams they've never lost against? No, I don't think, you know, I don't think you can say it's an advantage. I mean, past results are past results, you know, and they're history now. And now it's a new era, it's a new, it's a new game, it's a new, uh, environment, it's a new, it's the plane in, e in Egypt, other games were played in Ivory Coast and South Africa. So, you know, this is, this is where, where, where it all counts. And I don't think it's an advantage having played. I think it's important that you have played against these teams. I think it's important that you got the opportunity to watch them and spy on them. Mm -hmm. The word that people like to use is spy. A spy on the opposition to know their strengths and their weaknesses and how they're going to take a corner and how they're going to defend and how they counterattack and who and how and what. Those are information that you have to have. 
But I think past results against teams is not uh, really that important advantage or no advantage. Wow. And you were the last coach who took us far in this tournament. Uh, you lost in the quarterfinals against Mali back in 2013. Do you believe the current squad has got what it takes to at least make it a step further than the last eight this year? Yeah, look, I certainly hope so. You know, when we played against when we played against Mali, uh, you know, we were leading one 0 with 15 minutes to go. And then Keita scored an equalising goal, and then of course we played extra time and it went to penalties. And penalties an absolute lottery. But I was very pleased with the performance of the team. And of course now, you know, the team has changed, of course, a lot. Uh, there's new players in, and Stuart Baxter, obviously, uh, and his coaching staff have done their homework. Mm. They've been watching the games. They've been selecting players over a period of time and saying right, you know, these are the players we're going to go with. And I'm sure they've selected a team that they feel can win the competition. And we certainly hope that they can. And I, I do know that the whole of South Africa is going to be behind Bafana Bafana leading into their first game. And if we, if we can get a positive result, I think in the first game, it's hugely important. Wow, coach. Now, coach, without uh, talking about individual players, I mean, when you were coaching Bafana back then, what kind of players did you look for when you're selecting your squad going to AFCON? I mean, in terms of character. Well, obviously, you know, it's always uh, you, you want to try and pick the best players that are available. And sometimes your best players are not available, you know, mm-hmm. through injury or whatever the case may be. Is. But you wanted to look for a little bit of consistency. You wanted mm-hmm. to try mostly to get a team together that could play together and understand each other. Mm-hmm. And that's always probably one of the biggest problems with any national team is the coach doesn't get them the players enough time over a year. You know, you'll have them for this game. They arrive in the country on a Thursday. They play on a Saturday, so they had one training session. Mm. After the game, the players are flying back. He doesn't see them again for six weeks or eight weeks. Then he sees them again, and then he trains with them for two hours, and they fly away again. So I think the most important thing is you try and get a team together that can actually gel, you know, and can try and get them to gel as quick as you can. And I'm sure that right now the, the best available players that were available have been selected by the coach and his staff. And um, I'm sure that, um, you know, time will tell us, you know, going forward, you know, it's very soon now the tournament is starting in a couple of days, as you said, and uh, we will know then, you know. Yeah, and and coach, you, you had the privilege of coaching uh, players like uh, Sipio Chabalala, Bernard Parker, Sepo Masilela, Matthew Booth at their peak. Uh, do you think we still have players of that quality? We have players of that quality uh, going to Egypt? Yeah, you know, I think I think we have. I think uh, I think we've got a whole different era of players now. You know, you've got to look at the players like Setiwi Shabalala. You've got to look at players like um, like uh, 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 you know, These guys were are absolute legends, and they were just coming towards the end of their careers. They were in their thirties or twenty eight and twenty nine. You know, then there are of course players like who are still there, like uh, Dean Furman is still there. You know, so yes, players come and they go, but I certainly believe that um, you know we we. We, we have uh, we have got players that have done well. I mean, if you look at Bafana Bafana's record in the last uh, uh, few months, they're unbeaten going into this competition. So that argues well for them, mm. you know. And um, uh, as I say, I think you know every every uh, team is, or every tournament is going to be different because players are, as I said, players who are playing in the tournament now will be next in the next African Cup of Nations. They won't be around, so there'll be new boys coming. There'll be new. Uh, players coming through and uh, you know the changes all the time but I certainly do believe that we have a, a very very competitive team in the, in in this uh, in this competition
Wow. And we have now players like uh, Pesitao, Tembingosi Lodge, and Ronan Williams, uh, players who've won big, big awards. Remember Pesitao is a former Football of the Season. Lodge is currently the Football of the Season. Ronan Williams is currently the best goalkeeper in South Africa. They will be playing their first AFCON tournament. Uh, during your time, you also had the likes of Dean Furman, Tokelo Rantie, Opa Manisa, who are playing AFCON for the first time in their careers. How did you make sure that they settle in with, with senior players like Shaba, Lichulenyane, Kilampela during that time? Well, I think that's the difference. You see, when you've got players that are, have, have got to the stage, like Sapiwi Shabalala, mm. like Bernard Parker, like uh, Lesselanyani, these are seasoned professionals. And, they, and I'll, I'll use the word the way it should be used, as professionals. Mm. So they were always players that the youngsters could go to and learn from. And the player, the, the, those players weren't overbearing, weren't uh, over-demanding. They were there to assist the coach and help the coach to bring these players on. And as you say, there's always going to be a first time for two, three or four players in a competition. And a couple of them are playing for their first time in the FN Cup of Nations now. And uh, the senior players will be there because those players who were young for the first time, the Percy Towers and all these players who were young for the first time, must remember, they're the experienced ones now. So every time these youngsters, they will eventually become the experienced one and they will remember how they were treated when they came in. They will remember how how, how Sapiwi Shabalala helped him mm-hmm. and how Bernard Parker helped him and spoke to him. And that's what he will do now to the youngsters that are coming through now. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, part, of, it's part of becoming and growing. Wow. Wow. And Mafana in this group, they remain unbeaten. I mean, in the 2019 AFCON qualifying campaign uh, with three wins and three draws, scoring 11 in the process while conceding just two goals. In fact, South Africa kept clean sheets in each of their opening four games. Coach, I mean, Coach Stuart Baxter seems to have instilled something in this team. Yeah, he certainly has, you know, and I think, you know, I think it's also more... Uh, of the players understanding the coach because you must remember this is his second stint I think with the national team so he had his opportunity and then it didn't quite work out and as you know as as, as normally happens or happens a lot especially in Africa you know the coach will be gone a new coach will come in a new coach goes a new coach comes in but I think a lot of these players have worked with Stuart before and they understand him and as I said you know coaches need to have time with their teams, for the teams to understand them a bit better, to understand their philosophy, how they're doing things. And I think the understanding is there. And um, uh, I, certainly, I certainly do believe, as I said earlier on, that uh, there's a very competitive team there. You know, the last thing is they've scored 11 goals, as you said, sure. only conceded two over a period of time, but four in their lo- conceded none in their last few games. Mm. So, you know, these are all confidence things. And to win a competition, you've got to go in there believing in yourself. You mm. can't go in there, you know, uh, playing not to win playing or playing not to lose rather you know you go there and you're scared to lose so you don't go forward you restrict yourself you don't want to make a mistake mm-hmm. I think this team has got a lot of confidence now at the moment mm-hmm. you know they, they, they've, they've scored 11 goals conceded only two over, over a few games conceded none in their last four games a lot of confidence within the group a lot of support and a lot of um um, opti- optimi- optimist at the moment. They're there. They are very optimistic that they're going to do well. And um, having South Africa behind them, because I've seen only positive things being said in the newspapers, there's a lot of belief in the players and in the country at the moment in, 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 in this team. So let's get behind them and let's make it happen. You know, Coach, I would have gotten anyone like uh, to do this interview, but none of them would have had the experience that you are giving me an experience of knowing how to play against Morocco, how to play against Cote d'Ivoire, only you. What does it take to get a result against these two nations? 
I think the very the most important thing is, as I said to you before, to to to, to have the belief number one. Sure. But more importantly is to make sure that you you go out there and play to the coach's instructions because I can tell you right now, uh, the coach, like most coaches, will go out there and have a game plan and would have studied and had sleepless nights watching over how they play, how they take their corner kicks. So there's no element of surprise. And I think if each player works for each other, each player really goes in there and plays with the passion that we have and go out there and, and, and stay committed, stay playing, you know, tightly, you know, do all the things that they're supposed to do and they know, but more importantly is give that 150%. Just go out there and, and leave nothing on the field when the final whistle goes. You know, you don't want to be, oh, if only we had done this or if mm. only we had done that. Mm. They know they've got to do it now. They know that each game is hugely important. They know that Morocco is going to be a tough, tough game. I mean, I remember in the African Cup of Nations when we played, uh, I think 2013 and we, we had to get a result against Morocco to, to get into the quarterfinal. Sure. And, uh, we, Two, two, two. But I remember that day the players, I can remember it was we were actually losing 2-1 with about 15 or 20 minutes to go mm. and um, uh, uh, we, we scored an equalizer in the last uh, 15 minutes or so. But mm. those players, they believed that they were going to go through and they were going to win that game. And uh, fortunately enough, a draw was the, was, the, was the result we got and that got us through to the quarterfinals. But the belief in the team, and I certainly believe now that the team has got that belief. You know, you've got to have that belief. If you've gone, if you lost eight games unbeaten and you're playing well and you're scoring goals and it's been tough and you've qualified, you're scoring 11 goals, only conceding two, I think that's a, that's a very good record. So let's take that now into the competition and uh, know that it starts on uh, starts against Morocco. Coach, let me take this time and thank you for your time. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking your time and speaking to us on SL Radio. That's an absolute pleasure. And uh, once again, you know, on behalf of all of us here at South Africa, we want to wish Stuart Baxter and his technical team and especially all the players all the very, very best. You know, we do know that we're capable. We do know that we have the very talented uh, players in South Africa and we've, we've, we've earned the right to be there. Now we've just got to go and get the job done. And that was the conversation we had earlier with the former Bafana Bafana coach, Gordon Egerson. And just in time for the Gordon Egerson interview, Masebe Kena has walked in. Butuam, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Shane. Uh, it's good to be here always. Coach Gordon has said his piece, Tamasebe, he is the last coach we played under back in 2013 with AFCON. Anything you picked up from this conversation? Well, um, yeah, uh, the positivity from, from the coach. Um, I, I liked how uh, he went about encouraging, uh, uh, coach Stuart Baxter and the team. Uh, he spoke, uh, uh, very clearly about our chances and, uh, like a true professional that he is, um, he, 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 he believes in, in, in the team we have and, uh, and the boys. Uh, all that is left now is for everyone, uh, of us here in South Africa to, 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 to just support the team and to wish for, for the best. Um, the talent is there, the players we have, um, and, uh, yeah, all the best to the team. Demoselves, Ugodin, he also spoke about how fortunate he was in having players like Abo Itukune, Abo Chabalala, Abo Sia Sangweni in this competition during his time. I will ask you the same question. Do we still have those kind of characters in this current Mafana team? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, as South Africa, um, I mean, we, 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 we are blessed 
with uh, uh, talented players. I mean, the players have always been there. It's just a matter of like choosing them correctly, uh, based on form, obviously, from their respective clubs. I mean, I like the mixture of of of, of um, uh, local-based players and overseas-based players that uh, Coach Stuart Baxter has selected. Um, I mean, uh, players like Dean Fairman, um quality player, um, a true leader on the field. Uh, I mean. Um, uh, they, they are there. They are there. They, all, all that we need is, is just to execute the game plan, uh, follow the technical team's uh, instructions very well, and uh, we, we, we can surprise a lot of people. I still believe. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also spoke about the good record that we have against Ivory Coast, uh, considering the fact that we've played eight games against them and we have never lost against them. And the last time we played them in a competitive match uh, was way back in 2003 uh, in the qualifiers for the 2000. And for Africa Cup of Nations and where we beat them uh, by two goals to one uh, Siabonga, Pelenomvete and Sean Bartlett scoring the goals in Pulukwane and in making sure that uh, we talked to all the relevant people we also went 23 years back and spoke to a player who knows what it means to play this tournament, what it means to be a Champions League winner in Africa and more importantly what it means to be an AFCON winner. We caught up with former midfielder Helmel Mkalele and this was our conversation Soccer Latuma Radio and now joining us on the line is a former Bafana, Bafana midfielder and current uh, under-20 coach, uh, assistant coach rather, uh, Halman Mkelele. Midnight Express, a very warm welcome to SL Radio. How are you doing? I'm very well, my brother. How are you doing? Ah, we are fine. We are fine. Looking forward uh, to our game on Monday next week. Coach, the last time I yes, watched I'm you fine. play... Afcon, we finished the tournament as winners back in 1996. Please tell us what goes through a player's mind before such a huge continental showpiece. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I would say, you know, for me, it was my very first time uh, to play in the finals, you know, of the Afcon. Sure. I think we, I, and I still remember. When we were, you know, like we were, we we qualified for the fact that mm. uh, Kenya, who were supposed to host the, the Afcon sure. in 1996, were disqualified by KF because they couldn't meet the standard. Mm. So now, for us, when we were to play before we started, you know, for us before we we started, you know, we have mixed feelings as players. Because we were playing at home, and also there was so much pressure in terms of my expectation. Wow. Yeah, so there were high expectations, but what we did, we made sure we did, and we built on the performance of Yolanda Paris. Because Yolanda Paris, in 1995, we just tried to win the Champions League. So with that, Confident, you know, we started to share with our teammates in the national team about how great it is, how was the feeling of winning the Champions League, you know. So that confidence started to build, I, I believe, you know, on the uh, tactical aspect. Yeah, and I was coming there when I when I helmet uh, Guti. Uh, did the oh. fact that you won the Champions League the previous year with Orlando Pirates did that help you settle in uh, quickly and uh, help Wafana win Afcon in 1996? 
I, I would say it, it really helped, you know, because everyone, when we assembled in the national team for the for the camp or in camp for the Afcon, sure. so everyone was just asking, you know, how was it like to play in Africa? How was it like to win the Champions League? You know, so that feeling that we had, I remember when we were paraded, you know, in the city of uh, in, in the city of Johannesburg, you know, sure. when everybody came out to give in his support and appreciation of our achievement. And mm-hmm. that feeling, you know, uh, it never left me. Uh, I wanted to, to feel, you know, uh, the, 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 that feeling, but with the national team. But I started to, to share with my teammates in the in camp, you know, how was it, you know, how, how, how did we feel mm-hmm. when we were, you know, uh, when, we, when we paraded, you know, uh, the trophy. So we wanted to the, the, the very same thing, but we didn't uh, put much pressure on ourselves. Mm. You know, uh, and now we have to go all out and win because we really didn't know, you know, which, you know how it will go since uh, we were we were crippled with uh, with very strong strong teams. You know, when you talk of of Cameroon, when you talk of of our yeah and in your opinion do you think it's easier at Mafana for those players who are used to playing champions league and confederations cup at their clubs uh, than those players who don't go to play uh, those kind of competitions yeah I would say it's much easier, you know, for the players of, you know, that for instance, currently, you know, players of Manila de Santos and the players from Orlando Carrick, mm. you know, for them to to, to, to be exposed in, uh, in, in this high competitive uh, level of football. Mm. So it becomes easier for them when they are in a national team mm. you know, uh, to adapt to other challenges. But sure. that demand uh, are demanded by international football. So it becomes much, much more easier. That is why we always advocate the importance of our teams qualifying and dominating uh, the club African football. Because that also helps in the success of the national team. And your squad, the class of 1996, is still regarded as the golden generation in SA football for Ibafana Bafana. How did you guys do it and how did you prepare for such tournaments? Um, I would say, first and foremost, what helped us in the unity, you know, amongst the players, the respect for each other, the respect for the for 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 our job, uh, the awareness mm-hmm. and the importance of knowing Ukutiana. We were not playing for ourselves; we were representing uh, our country, and also the respect that uh, we we shown to the players that were not selected because there were a number of players that deserved to be in the team, but they were not because mm-hmm. of us excelling in that time. So. Having that in our minds, you know, as an individuals and also as collective, it, it, it helps us to make sure that we remain uh, humble and also we work hard, you know, as a team. But more importantly, the team spirit, the team spirit was marvelous. You know, no one could pick up Ugutigena, uh, these players, they come from Kansas City from, mm. uh, or from Orlando Paris. So there was no division, you know. So I think that unity amongst our players, it really helped in, in, in us uh, 
de, 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 de performing very well in the desert of the But yes, of course, we can't ignore the support that we had, you know, from the all South Africans, especially as we were staying at home, mm. feeling the support, you know, and also feeling also the support of our late Ujata uh, Mandela. Wow, wow. And back then, you had only six players who were overseas based, and the rest were from South Africa, but you still managed to win the AFCON. Is it really an advantage having overseas base players? You know, it, it, I would say it, it depends. Mm. It depends on one. The, 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 uh, it depends on the, 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 as I've mentioned earlier, the teamwork. You know, the team spirit. Mm. You know, and also the individual hunger. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, uh, the players in our era were very hungry, you mm. know, for success. Mm. You know, we were self-motivated, we were self-disciplined, uh, 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 you know, we, we could criticize ourselves, you know, and also we could also work very hard in order to achieve, you mm. know. So I believe that uh, helped, you know, us as a local player to be able to, uh, to perform. But yes, of course, and uh, uh, we also need we need to have well we needed to have in the balance of mm. the players that were playing way over so I would say uh, it really depends you know mm. on on the on, on on the team spirit the the, the the hard work you know of the players the mm. self determination it really depends yes if you have players that are coming from overseas mm. with the, with the experiences you know that they they, they get overseas I mean from overseas mm. and bringing in a team then if 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 they come up they bring that that I think uh, it can also help the team. Wow. And uh, during your time, just before I let you go, uh, we had Abo Uru Khadebe, uh, O'Neill Tovi, the late Shus Mushew, players who were said to be leaders without an armband, the experienced guys. When you look at the current squad at Bafana, without mentioning names, you think we have those kind of players now? You know, uh, I'll, 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 it would be unfair for me maybe to, you know, like to make such um, a, a judgment, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, for the players because I, I, I do not have much close um, uh, information, mm. you know, regarding mm. individual uh, 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 characteristics sure. or personalities. Mm. Or yeah, but uh, as you have said, you know, it is very important to keep in a team. Uh, we need uh, players that could be leaders, you know, not only people who, who will, uh, or we need you know, like players that are captains, you know, or in their own right, to make sure OBT and the team spirit is maintaining a team, you know, like their hard work, you know, and mm. also to motivate younger players that are coming in that do not have any experience. So you need to have any balance, you know. Uh, you need to have a balance, but currently, I'm not quite too sure if maybe we do have those mm. players. But looking at the, to the players that have been in a camp for mm. quite some time, that also makes me to say, uh, those players they should be in that level whereby they they they, they command you know leadership, mm. you know, without waiting for their coach to tell them what to do, to, what to do, you know, when to lift the team up. You know, uh, I think 
uh, I think and I hope within in this current Bafana Bafana team we do have those players, you know, which is something that is very important in a team. Midnight Express, a CAF Champions League winner in 1995, Africa Cup of Nations winner in 1996 with Bafana Bafana. Thank you so much, uh, my brother, for taking your time and speaking to us on Sokala Duma Radio. Thanks, my brother. Thank you. Sokala Duma Radio. And that was the conversation that we had earlier uh, with uh, former Bafana Bafana midfielder, that is Uhelman Mkelele. Well, Mkelele has spoken. He's won it before, and this conversation took me back to what Shaba said earlier about Baxter not only being a coach, but a manager as well. Mkalele here talks about unity when I put Masebe, and he says it is very important going into this tournament. Yeah, and he's spot on. He's spot on. Um, you know what? Um, under, under, under coach Stuart Baxter, what I like the most is that he is a player's coach. Sure. He's one of those coaches you don't have to worry uh, 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 for the players that maybe they will um, uh, have uh, camps mm. uh, to maybe uh, do things differently to how he wants them. Uh, so um, he, he's one of those coaches who, who who's able to... To, to, to bring unity into the team and that is going to help us a lot and uh, most of these players have somehow um, um, uh, played under him or uh, yeah in the in the team that he has coached and uh, um, so 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 um, they've been teammates uh, before uh, under him others are still so uh, I mean in, in, the, in the in the in the last few years like at Chiefs and at, and, and and some other others at uh, at SuperSport so. Sure. We, 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 we've got a good team. It's just a matter of going out there and execute the plan the way the coach wants, 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 wants our players to execute. Yazi Budmasebe, it is really puzzling and it is really shocking that a player of Tembingosi Lodge's stature, a player of Persitao's stature, this will be their debut at the AFCON tournament. I don't know what does this mean about our football here in Zanzi, but... Do you believe they will acclimatize to this big tournament? Goes back to the point that I made earlier in the show that um, uh, as, as as South Africa, like like South Africa as the country, we are blessed with sure. quality players. Uh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say that uh, I'm 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 puzzled that uh, a player like Tim Lodge is only. Um, uh, about to like um, get a full chance if he does mm. uh, play play like uh, regularly in this tournament, um, because um, uh, even even at Pirates, okay, now he is a player of the season sure. in the league, but it took him some time, you know, mm. to 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 break into that mm. uh, Pirates lineup. He had to go elsewhere a couple of times on loan and stuff. Mm. So yeah, I mean. Uh, the coach has got a variety of players to choose from, and um, it, it, it really is up to us to, to surprise a lot of people. I know a lot of people uh, are not giving this team a chance, but mm. looking at this group, I think we do have a chance. Looking at this group and the coach, like you rightfully mentioned earlier when I put Masebe. But now, let's start from the start. I mean, the first line of defense, though. Uh, who do you think coach Stuart Baxter will go with in goals? I mean, you've got your goalkeeper of the season, Uronon Williams. You've got the experienced Darren Keat. There's also the third choice, Ubris Vuma. But between the two, Ronan Williams, 
Darren Keats, who do you think Coach Baxter should go with? Well, based on previous Bafana games and how um, uh, Darren Keat and Ronwen Williams have done uh, uh, before, um, I would personally I would go for 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 for, for Darren. Um, Darren, I think he, he he is the most experienced in terms of um, international experience, having having, having been uh, overseas before at club level, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, we we should go with him. Not taking anything away from uh, Ronwen is also a very good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's a goalkeeper of the season in the PSL speaks volumes. But I would go for Darren. Uh, before I let you go, when I put Masebe, uh, score predictions uh, from the Bafana game and Ivory Coast on Monday. Uh, two one, two Bafana. Two one, two Bafana. I well, am saying that with so much confidence. Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, there's always more, more and more and more predictions. Simon Strella, our producer, he's always has his, his predictions. He always says football will be the winner. And today he is repeating that. He says football will be the winner. And that should be that for today. Thank you ever so much for, for listening. From myself, Shane Matsoyane, my producer, Simon Strella, and to the gentleman who was here with us, Budma Sebelkina, it is goodbye. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.